Walking the trails of Bosley Island, nature comes alive with sound. The sound of loons in the early morning, cicadas in the afternoon, and the belch of bullfrogs in the evening. Oh yeah, and mosquitoes 24-7. But there is one sound that many consider to be the most iconic on the island, the sound of the eastern Massasauga rattlesnake. I'm your host, Liz Edwards, and welcome to Rooted, Bosley Island, a podcast exploring the history of Bosley Island. This is Chapter 7. A walk along the shoreline. Parks Canada interpreter Sean Corbier is one of the many staff at Georgian Bay Islands National Park who capture, release, and track eastern Massasauga rattlesnakes for visitor safety. Sean speaks about why the Massasauga rattlesnake is important to him. I get to capture and release and document rattlesnakes, so it's a lot of fun since I started here at the park, and there's not too many of us that do it in Canada. Um, but yeah, so the rattlesnake for Indigenous people means uh, plant protector, so if uh, I was picking a bunch of bluebirds, for an example, and my basket or my muckuck was full, uh, the rattlesnake would come along rattlesnake tail to let me know that I have to move on and save food for other, other animals. And uh, Massasauga itself means large river mouth. Uh, when our men went fishing down in the springtime, this was the snake that would come out and rattle its tail along the shoreline, so hence the word large river mouth, uh, Massasauga. So he's our plant protector, and he's actually a very, very, very cool snake to see. The eastern Massasauga rattlesnake is just one small part in a large ecosystem that makes up Bosley Island. A short walk away from the Georgian Bay Islands Visitor Center is Cedar Spring, the central campground in Georgian Bay Islands National Park. It's a clearing known by its former name, Cruiser Dock. Cruiser Dock used to be a pier with a large dock for passenger vessels and boats to tie off to. However, it was removed several years ago. Rather than building a new dock in its place, the area is being treated as a wildlife restoration habitat. Now, a short walk along Cruiser Dock shoreline gives us a glimpse into the wetland habitats and ecosystems that make Bosley Island so unique. Along the shoreline of the restoration area, you will likely see lots of turtles, water snakes, and fish. Further inland are several pollinator gardens full of native plants like milkweed, bee balm, coneflower, and blazing star. The newest addition to Cruiser Dock is the Medicine Garden. The garden is circular, with each direction of the medicine wheel marked with a painted stone. The medicine wheel is used by many different indigenous nations. The one on Bosley Island represents the Ojibwe medicine wheel. Each direction has a corresponding color and other attributes. The garden was planted in 2019 by indigenous staff at Georgian Bay Islands National Park and indigenous organizations that make up the park's cultural advisory circle. Not only is the garden an important teaching resource, it is also a place where those with ancestral connections to the island can come to reflect, remember, and harvest medicines. 
member of Bosley First Nation Trish Mongu, speaks about what the medicine garden means to her. Because I just think of any time that we're allowed to, you know, plant our medicines and um, have them grow in that way and on that place, it just seems like it makes perfect sense. From an ecological perspective, the medicine garden also helps to protect native plant species that are vital to the island's cultural heritage, like eastern white cedar and sweetgrass. Beyond conserving plant species, Bosley Island is also home to many threatened animal species who need protecting. Despite it being the smallest national park in Canada, Georgian Bay Islands National Park is home to the largest collection of reptile and amphibian species in any national park in Canada. This includes a variety of snakes, turtles, frogs, toads, newts, salamanders, and even Ontario's only lizard species, the five-lined skink. At Cruiser Dock and along Beausoleil shorelines, turtles are especially prevalent. The proximity to wetland habitats and sandy soil is perfect for turtle nests. During the late spring and early summer, six species of turtle will emerge from the water to lay eggs in the sand. Some turtles, like the northern map turtle, will walk up to two kilometers away from the water to lay their eggs. At this time of year, walking the path from Cruiser Dock up the hill to the Cemetery of the Oak, you will likely see turtles laying eggs. After laying their eggs, the mother turtles will bury the nest and make their way back to the water. From then on, the babies must fend for themselves. Not only is it a challenge for the hatchlings to dig their way out of the sand and make it to the water without becoming a snack for predators, the real danger starts before they even hatch. Turtle eggs are a favorite prey item for a variety of predators. Bears, raccoons, birds, foxes, and even snakes have a keen sense of smell and can locate turtle nests easily. Turtle nests are somewhat of a delicacy for these predators. Turtle nests are vital to the survival of several endangered species of turtle. In order to ensure as many healthy hatchlings as possible, Drungevit Island's resource conservation team places turtle boxes over each nest they find. The boxes are made from a wooden frame with chicken wire across the top. At each side is a small doorway for the turtle hatchlings to escape from. These boxes are nailed into the soil to prevent predators from pushing them aside to access the nest. Come late summer to early fall, the turtle hatchlings will start to dig their way out of the sand, exit the turtle box, and make their way to the water. Each summer, hundreds of turtle hatchlings emerge from their nests and head to the water. And just like the many groups of people who return to Beausoleil Island each summer for the last 7,000 years, the turtles will also return each summer to nest. And just like these turtles, the connection that is shared between generations through this land promises a thriving future. A future of growth, stewardship, and unity. Rooted Beausoleil Island is a No History podcast. It is hosted by Liz Edwards, produced by Liz Edwards and Emily Keyes, with sound design by Liz Edwards. Today's guests include Sean Corbier and Patricia Molligu. Rooted Beausoleil Island is recorded in London, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Attawandaran, Anishinaabeg, Haudenosaunee, and Lenapawak, and in Ottawa, Ontario, on the unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg. 
Beausoleil Island is located on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabeg, Huron-Wendat, and Métis Nation. These lands continue to be home to First Nation and Métis peoples whom we recognize as the contemporary stewards of the land and waters we are on today. <laughs>